Ya. <coughs> Fine. So there's something about Yom Kippur, which is different to what people normally think about Yom Kippur is. The second part. And there is, of course, the point of Yom Kippur, one part of Yom Kippur is to do Shiva and to get Kapara. But we're not. Yom Kippur is Mechafer. So Yom Kippur is love Kapara. But when you look at what the Torah says about Yom Kippur, the Torah is the second part. The Torah says that the point of Yom Kippur is also to get Tara. There's also this one element of Kapara. It's not an end of Tara. What does Tara mean? What's, what's the difference with Kapara? Kapara means that uh, I get forgiven if one wants for the wrong. Tara is actually something else. The Torah says, Shendaz Bat, is Mechapar Leichem, is the Tara. So what's the difference between the two of them? The Torah we have to explain like this. We've spoken about him in the past that the different effects that an Avera has. The one effect of the Avera is the Oynesh that a person would get for the Avera. And it's not just random punishment or revenge, it's because it's very clear that uh, by doing an Avera, a person's created a certain negative spiritual koyach, we call it the shade or malachra, and therefore to undo that or to it gives a person oynish. So one element of kapara is that a person doesn't need to get punished. A person's forgiven and therefore it takes away the need for punishment. But there's another nakula as well. And that is also within every area is the fact that a person does something to himself. Besides for the spiritual damage I've created, which is a child of oinish, a child of punishment for, the other one of the other elements of Avera is the damage a person does to himself. Because by doing an Avera, a person ruins himself. Either in the sense that he lowers himself, or in the sense that he's been matamah himself, or in the sense that he's distanced himself from Hashem. And any of those things, it's not just a question of the punishment in Mina Shemayim for what, what he did in Shemayim. It's something much more, much more basic than that. And that is a person's, a person's done a certain damage to themselves by that area. And how they're going to rectify the damage to themselves. And therefore, if you understand that there's different elements that area, and Yom Kippur needs to provide an answer to both of them, so we understand these two parts of Yom Kippur. The one part of Yom Kippur is Kapara. Kapara that a person doesn't get punished anymore for what they did wrong. They got the Chida from, from Shemaim. The second part is Tara. And Tara means I can, just like if a person becomes Tome, then he has to be Matari himself again. He wants to go back to who he was before. So same thing, Yom Kippur has to provide a concept of Tara for a person. Which means that the Avera lowers the person a very smitami the person and therefore Yom Kippur is meant to retire the person, it's meant to undo the effect of the Avera and bring him back to where he was before how does that happen? so first let's see a concept which just proves this is what the Yisrael Yom Kippur is and that is, we know that there's a din of Shemitah that we just had now we know there's a second din of Torah called Yavim 
And uh, besides the fact that you can't work the ground on either of them, but there's, there's three different dinim which apply to Yevil, which don't apply to Ishmita. The first one is that all the, all the slaves go free. Someone's a, a slave, even if it's a slave of Nutsa or whatever it is, comes Yevil, the slaves all go free. Number two, all property goes back to its previous owner. So even if I bought a house or bought a field, whatever it might be, but it uh, comes Yevil, so then I have to give it back to whoever the original uh, owner was. We don't find this in Shmita. We don't find in Shmita that says uh, that the property returns to its original place. We find this stuff by Yevil. Now, Yevil is the 50th year. Okay, sorry, that's uh, the Shafer of Yevil. And the special dinner with playing the chef on Yevil, and the, the the slaves go free, and the land all goes back to its owners. Now, the Yevil's fiftieth year. Yevil's fiftieth year. The Chayyim, the year is start Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is the Rosh Hashanah, the first of the of the dates of the each new year. So the Chayyim, that's okay. It's just like Shmita starts from Rosh Hashanah. If that's okay, Yevil should start from Rosh Hashanah too. But you see, the Torah says it doesn't. The Yevil starts from Kippur. The Shafer of Yevil is Dafka and Yom Kippur, and then on Yom Kippur, when they brought the Shafer, then the slaves go free and the land returns. Why? The beginning of the year is Rosh Hashanah. So why does it wait until Yom Kippur for the dinim of Yevil to take effect? So what's the estate of Yevil? That everyone goes free, then everything goes back. What's the estate of Yevil? So when the Zara talks about it, Zara talks about Yevel as like a great reset. National Zara, everything goes back to where it belongs. Yevel resets everything. So it could be that a person sold his field, or lost his house, he sold himself as a slave, whatever the case is. Comes Yevel, everything goes back to where it began. So everything, it resets. So every, the way that originally the land was divided into Israel goes back to that. Every, our person has been sold as a slave, it goes back to being free. It undoes everything, it, it goes back to where it was before. And the notion of the Pazak is everyone goes back to where they belong. It like resets wherever it's been, and we start again. That's, uh, that's the concept of Yedra. Now, it's not for nothing that a shofar is called the Yedra. The shofar is called the Yedra. When it talks about the shofar of Harsinai, it says, Bim Shaykh Hayyavil. When the Jayavil blows, Hemi Yalu Bahai. Let's talk about the Shaykh. What's the concept? Uh, what's the connection between Yavil and the Shaykh that they blew the Shaykh to herald the Yavil? So, we don't, talk, we don't talk about this particular Shaykh concept in Rosh Hashanah. But the idea is that, that that's, a, that's what brings everything back to where it was before. The Tkir Shreif of Yevil now is uh, like a new study. Everything starts again because so whoever was in the last 50 years gets cancelled, you go back to where before them. That's the Shreif. We'll still see how Shreif does that. We'll get there. That, that's the concept of Yevil. But now the important point is is that what's important to us in Yevil isn't Rosh Hashanah. Nothing happens in Rosh Hashanah of the Yevil. What's important to us in Yevil is Yom Kippur. That's when this all happens. On the Yom Kippur of the Yevil. On the Kippur of the Evil. And what's the understanding of that? Because this is the Yisrael of Yom Kippur also. The Yisrael of Yom Kippur also is, it has that same Kayach. 
which means it can reset everything. So reset everything. Uh, and therefore, if we're going to talk about what's the time when the Yovel Kayach, that everything starts again, comes into effect, it's up in Yom Kippur. Because Yom Kippur has a Kayach also to make things reset. And this is the difference between uh, Chiva, which one can do the rest of the year, and Chiva Yom Kippur. Because Chiva the rest of the year gives the opportunity, a person the opportunity to get Kapara. To get Kapara means I can apologize for what I've done. Kapara means I won't get punished for what I've done, I get forgiven. I get it anytime I want to do Chiva. What's different about Yom Kippur is Tara. Tara. I can find Yom Kippur and come to the place where I'm starting again. Any matter? Just like if a person sold his field for the last 50 years, or he's been a slave for the last 45 years, it doesn't make a difference. Comes here when he's free. We're starting with new cheshbon. So Yom Kippur has a koyach also, and that is that it has a koyach tarot. What's been is been. You can start again. What's been is been. You can start again. It's it's uh, it's it's kind of a new a new point of beginning. And that's why tarot is something beyond kapara. Tarot is. That it's not that, that the, the effect on me of all the errors I've done, the amount of damaged myself or ruined myself, that's what I've done, can get cancelled. I can start again from where I, was, where I started before. That's uh, that's what Yankipa offers more. Now, how does Yankipa do that? How does Yankipa do that? So, I want to show you something which is based on Kabbalah. We'll still we'll try to explain where we can understand it. And that is that there's. A Kayach in Shemayim, which judges a person and decides if he's Kayach to be punished or not punished. And if a person that, just like in the case where there's, there's the first step, the first step is what we call the Mishpat, the Medusa Mishpat. The person's Kayach, a person's guilty, a person's innocent. Deserves punishment, doesn't deserve punishment, this is what they did wrong, this is what they deserve. That's one level. There's a higher level. We call not the 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 Midas Mishpat, the Midas Malchus. And how does that work? So if we speak in Kurdish Shana, we always speak in Kurdish Shana. That if a person is makabel the Melech, then the king has the right to give a pardon. And therefore, even if the Mishpat, the court decides the person is high to get punished, just like today, the court can put a person in jail. The president or the king, whoever is in charge of the country, can get him out and give him a pardon. It's the highest system, and I can override the courts. And the same thing as There's a medicine mishpat, and then there's a medicine malchus. And so, Kodesh Baruch is the king, you can let us off what we deserve. That's Rosh Hashanah. We spoke about Rosh Hashanah every year that the point of being Mamlech Hashem and Rosh Hashanah is because the medicine malchus is we can ask Hashem not to punish us. Okay, that's so what we did. Good, so that's the malchus. That we can be forgiven. We can, Hashem waves it out to punish. But it doesn't change us. And therefore, there has to be a middle higher than that also. And what's a middle higher than that? So then again, I'm going to use the Lash and the Kabbalah, but I'll explain in easy words. The, the concept in Kabbalah is what we call the middle of Bina. Or sometimes it's called the middle's inner. And what it means is the middle of the Bina. Bina. And what does the middle of the Bina mean? So that's uh, the Api Kabbalah. What the middle of the Bina is called, it's called the, sometimes it's called the middle of Adam Abba, but the Nukoda is, is that it goes back to a stage which creates a person. And it can be recreated. Not that he will be born again, but he's still, he's still alive. But at a certain level of Ruchnius, it's like, since the person's Nisham, it starts from there. 
So it goes back to the point of origin, to, and then that, that that's the middle which can provide Tara. That's the middle which can provide Tara, because then it's going back to the point where the person starts from. And now, Imeda can be Mechadish from that same point. We know the middle Sabina is always the Soyed Chamishim. The 50th Darg is always called Darg Sabina. It's the same concept. The middle of the Yovel, being the 50th year, has a concept of reaching back to the point of starting. And therefore, well, from that point, it starts again. It has the ability to, to create new. And therefore, everyone was been in a previous cycle. And it gets back to the point, which is Mechadish, a new cycle, so now it starts again without whatever's been in the previous cycle. It's like a new, it's a new beginning. And the ability of Inkipa is to reach that same middle, called Middle Sabino. Now, let's explain this a bit deeper. How does it do that? So this is what Rabbi Kiva says in the famous Mishnah at the end of Yom HaShayichim Yisrael Lifnimiyate matarim matari eschem Avichim shabashimam So it says, Va'omer mikveh Yisrael Hashem Mikveh Yisrael Hashem And ma'am mikveh matari satzmeim Avakal yishparachu matari Yisrael And we understand it's not a word of kapara It's not really interested in that We're talking about tarim just like a mikvah can matar its name, Semyon Kodesh Baruch is matar its Yisrael. So the concept of tar, if you want to explain, tar means that it takes away the effect of the chet on the person. Why does a mikvah matar its name? The person goes into water. It's matar its name. Why? So yes, you can say it's a chok, but the, the portion will give a reason why being in a mikvah is matar somebody. And the Sada says like this, and that is, the the idea of that the stage of Maisei Bereshis, the stage of creation begins when the world is covered with water. The world is covered with water. I'm gonna, the, the, the whole world is covered with water until Akkadish Baruch starts the process of creation. Firstly, the, the land should come out, there should be trees, there should be animals, there should be people. The, 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 but the beginning of the stage of Bria was that everything was covered with water. From this, when Hashem, so to speak, separates the land from the water and then starts developing the land, that's where the creation of the world starts from. Again, the middle of creation is the middle of Bina, which means that the middle Hashem used to create everything. The idea of a mikvah symbolizes we're going back to the beginning. We're going back to a stage where everything's covered with water. And now from that stage, you can kind of start again. The mikvah symbolizes the stage again where everything's covered with water. So we've gone back to the stage of creation. We come out the mikvah, now it's a new start. And Twitter doesn't just apply to people. In the dinner of the Torah, objects can become Tommy too. A Tommy person sits on the chair, the chair becomes Tommy. He touches clothing, the clothing becomes Tommy. What do you do with it? Put it in the mikvah. Anything which goes in the mikvah is the same idea. It goes back to the stage of before everything was created, everything was covered with water. And now the concept is, don't take it out, it's now starting again. And if it's now starting again, it's without the effect of what happened to it before. That's the idea of a mikvah. So a way to bring things back to to a stage of before the before the stage of creation, where everything was covered with water. And now from that stage, we can start again, and we won't get affected by what was before. HaKadosh Baruch gives the same option to Klai Yisrael. The same option to Klai Yisrael. And that is, that Ke'ilu to get to the point where we're starting again. And we're starting again, we're not going to get affected by what happened before. That's the concept of the evil. The concept of the evil is it's a new start. It's a new start. 
And therefore, what happened until now doesn't have a shpa anymore. Until this person was an evet, he's not evet anymore. Until now, they lost the property, I didn't. They get it back again. It's, it's going back to where we started. Yom Kippur has the koyach of being the, of, of the koyach of the evil because the same mid is active on Yom Kippur. The mid which HaKadosh Baruch gives the person Yom Kippur is the mid of Sabina. In other words, this mid which enables the person to start again. And that's why the chuvah of Yom Kippur is a little bit different to regular chuvah. We say the second part of the passage. We say from Hashem's point of view. HaKadosh Baruch is willing to give you Tara also. But from your point of view, you have to want to retire yourself also. And therefore, it's not enough in your kippah just to think, I'm sorry, I've done wrong, I'm have I'm having a chayt, I'm doing vidui, don't punish me. That's asking for kapara. But if the din is titaru, so then the person is thinking in your kippah, how next year is going to be better. Titaru is, I want to become pure also, which means I want a new start, which isn't going to repeat the same. And that's a special koyach in Yom Kippur. Because normally a person's, what a person did before has an effect on what they do next. So it's true, I might have been in a cycle of doing the wrong thing. I might have gotten into bad habits. And I can feel bad about it. But the master's going to push me to want to do the same thing. Sometimes what a person needs is a something, I want to start again. I don't want to be influenced by what happened before. That's what Yom Kippur gives a person. The koyach of Tara of Yom Kippur is that a person has a chance to start again without the influence of what happened before it. If he's like the Tara, if he's like the Tara of Yom Kippur, that's what Yom Kippur can give him. Now, the last point. The last point. The... Where, how in Yom Kippur do you do this in the Maisa? How in Yom Kippur do you do this in the Maisa? In other words, we clap al khayt, we say we're sorry. That's asking for kapara. Where's the Nukud of Tara? Of Yom Kippur. The Nukud of Tara of Yom Kippur is... The, is Be'etzim the Ne'il of Yom Kippur. Why is that good? I don't have time to explain. But that's in the Ila. Because in the Ila of Yom Kippur, we're not playing on clapping all the Al-Khaits. We, 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 we've already done that. The, the, the Tshuva of Yom in the Ila is basically one paragraph. When we say, come all the Al-Khaits, that is, you don't want people to die. And we've got six Pesukim to say the same thing. And one Pesukim, I want you to live and not to die. What are we saying? Again and again, what's the point of the Ida? We don't want to die, we don't want to die. Hashem is saying, live, don't die. I want you to live, not to die. The Nukura of the Ida is that, that the old me, maybe was high of Misa. Hashem doesn't want it to kill you. Rather, he wants you to live. But the Nukura has to be different. What I was until now is high of Misa, maybe. What I was until now is high to get punished. And now, Akash Baruch is giving me the chance start again. And therefore, instead of... Hashem doesn't want the person to die. Hashem doesn't want the choyte to be there. But it's not just the, the, the only way to deal with the choyte being there is killing. Hashem wants the choyte not to be a choyte. And therefore, the koyach of the ila is, what I was is done. I'm going to be different. I'm going to start differently. And therefore, it's not a part of punishment for what I was, because I'm not there anymore. Allah, what wants is give a person a chance to start again. That's the koyach of the ila. That's also how we end the era with the shayfah. The shayfah is the yayfah. And that is, now's the chance to start again. We zayfah to that middah of when you get to the end of the Mkipa to ask for Tara. To ask the Kashmaru, we want to detach from what was before. It's a chance to start something new. And when we start something new, then we aren't affected by the past. Yayfah, you ask what the shayfah called Yayfah? If you look at that, Yayfah with the Kaila is the Gematria 49. 
Yevel with the Kailo. Makubarim say it's the Gematria of 49. The Kailo? The Dedas, that's the whole thing of the Shaifer. It says the Gematria of 49. That's what's Moira, the Kayach of the Bina. The Kayach of the Chamishim, which is what brings things from the beginning again. That's why Dafka Yevel, all the Din of Yevel, that's for every person. The, the ability to tap into that Kayach. Of, to be mis, to be mistahir, to go through the mikvah, mikvah Yisrael Hashem, and come out kilo as a new bria, which will start again. That's tafkeban here. That's tafkeban kolchavim kippur. Wow.